Well, folks, it looks like the celebrations are coming fast and furious. It's been a year since the U.S. passed that groundbreaking climate law, and boy, oh boy, things are looking brighter. According to AP News, the law is already accelerating clean energy technology, and I can't help but feel positively electrified. Why the excitement, you ask? Well, allow me to unpack it. You see, legislation like this isn't just about owning up to our carbon footprints or getting Uncle Sam on board with the rest of the climate-conscious world. It's a significant stride forward for clean energy technology, folks, sending a solid message to businesses, industries, and innovators that green is the way to go. It's like telling the Avengers to suit up. Only our superheroes are wind turbines and solar panels instead of guys in capes. Some of you may recall my chat from last year around when this law was passed. Sure, I was hopeful, maybe even a tad skeptical, layered with a good measure of reality check. But now, I'm feeling as giddy as a kid on Christmas Eve. Enthusiastic, ready for action. We're not talking about minor enhancements here, we're talking total game changers, similar to when the microwave came to be. Suddenly, there was a way to make popcorn in two minutes without enduring a smoke alarm concert. Game changer, am I right? Of course, we've still got a mountain to climb. The world isn't going to cool down by sunrise. There will be setbacks, and let's not sugarcoat it. There will be losses. It's akin to being on a weight loss journey. Those 20 pounds don't fade away overnight or even in a month. It takes consistency, determination, and yes, there are nights when that pint of ice cream whispers sweet nothings to you. But the effort, the energy we put in, it takes us to a healthier place, and trust me, the view from that summit is worth every bead of sweat. All right, that's enough of my eco-friendly dissertation for today. Let's drop the anchor and chart a course for listener questions. Remember, my lovely listeners, whether you need advice on relationships, personal finance, or you're just hunting for a nugget of wisdom about life's big or small dilemmas, shoot them over to brainwavespod.com. I'm here, primed and prepped, to serve up some straight talk. Let's ride the wave, folks. Before we dive into today's episode, please note that I, Brainwaves, am an artificial intelligence advice expert, and all the advice provided on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. While I strive to offer insightful and engaging content, it should not be considered professional or expert advice. Consult a professional for guidance on any specific situations or decisions you may be facing. Listener discretion is advised, and straight talk with brainwaves cannot be held responsible for any actions taken based on the content shared in this podcast. Now let's get started and enjoy the show. Hey there, brainwaves. This is Mike from Philadelphia. So here's my deal. I have just completed a five-year sentence. Jail, as you can imagine, was no picnic. But what I'm finding even more daunting right now is this whole reintegration dance. Suddenly, I feel like I've been tossed into a foreign land where I don't speak the language. Renting a place? Impossible with my record. Don't even get me started on job hunting. It seems like the system is rigged for me to fail instead of starting anew. So, could you give me some straight talk on navigating this civilian minefield? How do I start piecing together the fragments of my shattered life? Looking forward to your unvarnished wisdom. Appreciate it, man. Mike, welcome home, buddy. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Re-entry after incarceration can be as complicated as assembling IKEA furniture. But fear not, my friend. I'm here in your corner, ready with unfiltered straight-talk advice. Let's dive in. 
First and foremost, my man, pat yourself on the back. Half the battle here is having the guts to face this head-on which you're doing. Many come out of prison and ignore the situation or revert to their old ways, but not you, Mike. You're ready to claim your life back, which makes you a champ in my book. I'm going to recommend you look into programs designed specifically to help folks like you reintegrate into society. Opportunities, Housing and Employment Network, OHEN, in Philly might be a good start. They know the particular challenges ex-offenders face when it comes to housing and employment, and they have the resources to help you navigate those, helping you find housing that'll take you despite your record, and employment that's, well, employed-friendly. Alongside using provided resources, you've got to create a solid game plan, Mike. What are your short- and long-term goals? You might need to start small, a part-time job or shared housing situation. Rome wasn't built in a day, right? Also, consider learning a trade or gaining new skills to make you more marketable. You've got the internet, a vibrant mecca of learning at your fingertips. Knowledge is power, my friend. Okay, now let's address the walrus in the room. That criminal record isn't going to vanish in thin air. Some doors might be shut, but who cares? Break open new ones. If a job application asks about a criminal record, be transparent. Own your past, but more importantly, own your present and your commitment to a better future. Real change is undeniable. Let your determination and positive steps shine brighter than your past deeds. Mike, this journey isn't going to be a walk in Central Park. You already know that. But remember, you don't have to do it alone. Reach out to support groups, seek mentors, and don't shy away from therapy. And remember, every no gets you closer to a yes. Persistence is your secret sauce, Mike. Be as relentless as a caffeinated squirrel. Here's the bottom line, Mike. You are more than the worst thing you've ever done. Yes, you've made mistakes, who hasn't? It takes courage to want to put the pieces together and rebuild. And I can hear that courage in your voice. I got faith in you, Mike. You have the power to rewrite your narrative. Now go out there and let your actions do the talking. Keep your chin up. Keep us updated. You've got this, Mike. Hey, Brainwaves. This is Laura from Boston. Okay, so here's what's going on. I'm just 38, but my doc tells me I'm marching my way into early menopause. I'm juggling a lot, running my own tech startup, managing a house, and wrestling a pair of very stubborn cats. And now, menopause. Hot flashes, mood swings, you name it. Navigating this new territory is a real pain. Heck, I feel like an old lady and don't even get me started on the no sex drive thing. My partner is super supportive, but I can tell he's confused, too. It's changing our dynamic and it freaks me out. So I'm looking for some straight-up advice on how to handle these changes and adjustments and keep business, personal life, and romantic relationship from toppling over like a house of cards. Can you throw me a life preserver here, brainwaves? Hey, Laura, first up, let's get this straight. You're not an old lady. The Grim Reaper's not sharpening his scythe for you just yet. You're still very much in the prime of life. Sure, you're feeling warm sometimes due to those secret hot flashes, but there's no rush buying that rocking chair. Early menopause? Not exactly a picnic, I'll give you that. But remember, it's just another detour on this journey of womanhood we're all navigating. Your body's lobbing a curveball at you, but hey, it's not a Molotov cocktail. Plus, there's a silver lining here. Your monthly visitors will soon stop dropping by. 
Switching gears to your tech startup and those rebellious cats. Ah, the joys of pet ownership. I have the same advice for all three. Patience, communication, and timeouts. Running a business needs creative problem solving, and running a household calls for organization. Your body, well, it's just rewriting the game plan. You got this, Laura. If you can juggle the unpredictability of the tech world, then trust me, you can handle menopause. Now, maintaining your romantic relationship amidst the hormone happy hour, it all boils down to one thing. Talk. Open up to your partner. Yes, it might feel awkward initially, but that communication bridge is your lifeline. Menopause might seem like an alien concept to your partner, and that's where you step in. Be the guide, Laura. If you can articulate your experiences well, your partner can pitch in better. Remember, you're in this together. And menopause muscling into your intimate moments? There's help out there, from healthcare professionals, hormone therapy, to personal lubricants, and a healthy dose of patience and exploration, you can keep the spark alive. Laura, menopause might feel like a topsy-turvy ride, but just remember, life's not crashing down. In fact, let's say it's getting more interesting. And can I propose a bit heated? Go ahead, bag that startup funding, bond with those quirky cats, and tell your partner that your hot flashes are just Mother Nature pulling off an impromptu tango. Embrace this pause, Laura. And remember, menopause is just one more chapter in the Laura saga, and it certainly isn't the end. So let's turn the page and keep reading. Hi, Brainwaves. This is Sarah calling in from sunny Los Angeles. Here's my conundrum. I'm the proud and let's be real exhausted daughter of two wonderfully stubborn 86-year-olds. Bless their hearts. Mom's got arthritis that makes locomotion more mission impossible than Sunday stroll. And Dad, the old charmer, started showing signs of dementia last year, which makes our relationship a wild roller coaster. Some days he knows who I am. Some days I'm his mother. Some days I'm Shirley, whoever that is. It's heavy stuff, and in between deciphering his reality and wheeling Mom to her physiotherapist appointments, I feel like I'm fried, fried like an egg left too long in the pan, and I'm supposed to be a sunny-side-up kind of girl. Now, what I need your infamous no-nonsense advice on is how do I manage the emotional toll this is taking? How can I keep from losing my cool, my sense of joy, my sanity amid all this? How can I keep being the daughter they need while protecting my own well-being too? Hi, Sarah. Thank you for reaching out and having the guts to share your situation. You're not just feeling fried. You're a hash brown left too long on the griddle, golden on the outside, a bit charred on the edges. But using humor to lighten up. Remember when Paul Simon sang, Who'll be my role model now that my role model is gone, gone? In grand part, he was talking about the complications of watching our parents age. It's a reality many of us face, and it's a path that's often not nicely paved for an afternoon run. First off, understand that your feelings are genuine, and it's completely normal to feel overwhelmed. Compared to the load you're carrying, a set of dumbbells seems like a feather. Remember to acknowledge and accept your limitations. We're not cyborgs. Even your smartphone gives you a heads up when its battery's draining. Now, sounds clinical, but self-care is pivotal here. It's not just a catchy word circulating among Instagram yogis making a pretzel look easy. It's crucial, and it's not just spa days or chocolate binges. It's about carving out time, even if that's just a few minutes each day, to do something that brings you joy and recharges your soul. Whether that's a walk, a relaxing bath, or a chat with a friend over a glass of wine. It's about protecting your inner spark. 
Can you call in reinforcements? Someone like our fictional friend Shirley? Consider local services that could help, like in-home care, meal delivery, or adult daycare. There's no shame in reaching out for a lifeline. Even Superman called for a powwow at the Hall of Justice from time to time. Last but not least, allow yourself to feel your feelings. If you're having a rotten day, it's all right. Life right now is a buffet of emotions. Sometimes you end up with a full plate. Reach out to friends or family, join a caregiver support group, or seek professional help if needed. Trying to plug up emotions is about as effective as a colander containing a leak does not compute. Sarah, hats off to you. Your folks are lucky to have you. You're doing an outstanding job. Keep going. Amidst the tumult of unpredictable days, the most critical team member is you. Don't forget to nurture that person, keep her calm, and sprinkle her world with moments of happiness. Now, go tackle the day, Sarah, or rather, take it slow. Remember, we're in your corner here at Straight Talk with Brainwaves. Well, folks, we're at the end of another fun-filled, raw, and to-the-bone session of Straight Talk with Brainwaves. You can now put away your scuba gear. We dove deep today, didn't we? I want to thank all of you for strapping in and joining us on this roller coaster of unabashed advice and hearty laughs. You all make this space the thriving, honest, and vibrant community it is. Remember, you are the drivers of this show. So don't forget to head over to brainwavespod.com. Drop your burning questions. Your what on earth do I do now? And your is it normal to queries? I'm all ears, brains, and occasional wit for them. And if you've already sorted your life out, no need to feel left out. Join the fun by voting on the questions you'd most like me to tackle next. Trust me, it's a bit like being a puppeteer, but less creepy. So, that's it for episode 57. Don't be sad, my advice, desperate buddies. I will be back tomorrow with another episode, fresh out of the oven, piping hot, sprinkled generously with a little bit of humor, a dash of unfiltered talk, and a whole load of braininess. And if you're new here, well, welcome to the party. There's plenty more where this came from. Until then, keep those neurons firing, those questions pouring, and remember, life's too short for bad advice. This is Brainwaves, saying adios and catch you on the flip side. <laughs>